Hello, my name is Kikemaron KG, um, that is Dr. Kikemaron KG PhD, and I decided to do a podcast because I thought there's so many interesting things that I do want to get off my mind and just talk about and, you know, hopefully I come and meet uh, fellow like minds like yourselves. So I just thought I'd take a plunge and why not and see how this goes. So some of the things that I'd probably be talking about be like obviously um, why I chose a career path I did, um, relationships, um, businesses, uh, financial matters, uh, being debt free, those type of things that are important to us today. But firstly, what I'd like to start off by saying, if you put your mind to anything, you can actually achieve it. Really and truly, I do believe that. If you're determined enough, if you believe and you're determined enough, you will end up doing what you set your heart to. There are just so many times in my life that I have felt like, oh, things have been too daunting or been scary or I shouldn't do it. But the minute I start to sense the fear, that is the minute I know that I must press on, I must push forward and I must follow that path. If at all, just to see what's what's on the other side. Because sometimes fear has a way of paralyzing and fear has a way of robbing us of our um, creativity, our confidence. Now, I'm not saying that we should just uh, take endless risk. I believe in calculated risk. And what I mean by calculated risk is facing the situation head on first and doing your due diligence in the form of research. So looking at the subject, so say for instance, you want to buy a car, maybe you're 18, you want to buy a car. Now, being 18, passing your driving license and buying a car is quite a big deal and it's huge. And not only is it huge for you, it's also huge for your parents as well because they're like, okay, are you gonna be safe? And if you're a guy, uh, you're more likely to take a lot more chances than if you're a female whereby you might just be a little bit more tentative um, at the wheel so choosing to buy a car could be a very very big decision now some people will just jump in and get the car and get driving and that's fine that's all well and good however what would be the better way the better way would probably be to do like some kind of best worst case analysis whereby you've got like a, a quadrant and you've got your best case scenario, your worst case scenario, your best worst case scenario, and your worst worst scenario. So you're looking at all those different measures and you're wondering, okay, what is the best deal? Like one, uh, are you going off to uni? Is that gonna be an added expense? Um, what's the insurance? Insurance is gonna be really huge, particularly for you know your age group. That's something else to consider. Obviously parents can help because they can sort of you know, uh, uh, be responsible and sort of uh, uh, um, share in, in the insurance responsibilities. So that might reduce the cost, but then it's more expensive for your parents as well. So by the time you start doing all these analysis and you're looking into each question, you're examining it in detail, what you then end up doing is you put yourself in the best position possible because you're looking at all the pros and cons and you're fitting in every box. And even if something is a negative, it's not a negative to say, don't do it. It's negative to say, is there a better way of achieving the same goal? Um, Okay, the insurance thing, how can I ensure that it's not gonna be too high? Okay, maybe I will not have so many friends in the car because if I have so many friends, then I usually like lose my head and I start acting silly. 
you know that sort of thing so those could be sort of measures that you could sort of uh, think of and decide okay these are some of the things I'm going to be aware of I'm going to be mindful of me as a person so essentially I, I guess what I am trying to say is you are being mindful of who you are as an individual you're looking at your strengths and you're looking at your weaknesses and you're saying to yourself how can I play to my strengths whilst not neglecting your weaknesses but making sure that your strengths more than compensate for your weaknesses because one thing I think is that sometimes in life we focus too much on our weaknesses you know we focus on the things that we cannot do as opposed to the things that we can do so what are the things that I can do and I can do really really well okay I know that I'm disciplined enough that when I say um, I'm not going to go out at a certain time or I, I, I will not drive to a certain place I'd rather take a cab or a taxi I know I'm disciplined enough to do it so that's playing to your strengths now what are my weaknesses however weaknesses however is like oh if a friend desperately needs me to come at 2am or whatever to pick them up I will drive I will put myself at risk I'll inconvenience myself to do that so those are some of the things that you've got to then think of and then apply it to your own situation so um that's just an aside anyway um that's just an example of some of the things that i'm considering doing in this podcast um what is the other thing i'd like to think about um well pardon me that i'd like to talk about i'd like to talk about why i chose engineering because i'm an engineer and um i studied aeronautical engineering and then I did a master's in aerospace vehicle design and then I did my PhD in biomechanical engineering so it's slightly different so why I chose engineering for a start was primarily because I love maths and I loved um, I love subjects that are very analytical so I like things that I need to think and figure out and also I find that there are not a lot of women in the sciences in the STEM there are not a lot of women in engineering and I just thought it'd be such a challenge to be a woman in engineering now before I ended up doing aeronautical engineering I actually ended up um, well I actually wanted to do computer engineering but then sort of last minute I just don't know why till today I just had a change of heart I think aeronautical engineering just looks so much more exciting so I ended up going down that path and basically when I did my A levels um, I didn't quite make the grade um, in all honesty and so I ended up doing a foundation course at uni and then after one year of the foundation course then I went on to the degree so I spent four years um, doing uh, um, my degree Um, and I must admit that I did struggle as a student and that was because I did not fully understand that there's a technique to achieving good grades and doing well at university level and hopefully over the course of this podcast I'm going to share some of those so that if you're at uni you can use these tips and excel or if you've got children at uni or if you've got people that you know at uni you can share these tips with them and they can excel because it's not really rocket science and that's one of the things I find nothing is ever rocket science everything always has a solution it's just do we know the solution there's always a solution for everything it's just knowing what that solution is so anyway back to what I was saying so I ended up doing aeronautical engineering I stuck at it even though I struggled I'm one of those people that I have to see to the end so I stuck at it and I graduated and then um, in order to um, make my employment prospects a lot better 
I decided to do a master's um, because um, after I graduated, I was very fortunate um, in gaining um, a student graduate placement with Airbus in Toulouse. So away, I was off to uh, to Toulouse in uh, France, and that was a fantastic experience. And uh, a lot of the engineers that I met there were all saying, "Well, you know, Europe—it's all about masters, a bachelor's degree is really nothing." everybody gets a bachelor's everybody gets a first degree so if I was to give you advice I would suggest that you do a master's so there's me a novice not knowing a lot I was like okay these people are quite you know uh, are successful um, they know what they're talking about I'm going to listen to whatever they have to say and that's the key like you know there are times in your life where you're really uncertain you're not really sure and sometimes you just hear advice and it sounds really good and because you don't have a clue you act on it and that was me and I don't regret it because it was the best thing that ever happened to me and that's my advice is that when you're in a position where you don't know you've got to listen to advice and you've got to sort of reason based on the advice that you get good advice I'm not talking about bad advice now um, you've got to reason based on the advice that you get which works for you so essentially I um, I heeded their advice got back to the UK and I did a master's and I did my master's in aerospace vehicle design at Cranfield University, which was a fantastic experience. And um, I did well, you know, like some of the principles that I did not use when I was doing my first degree, I applied in my master's and I saw really good results. Um, so that's why the tips that I'll be sharing much later on, hopefully it'll be of use to, to someone out there. Um, so um, I remember then someone was speaking to me. You know how you've got like random people that speak to you are uh, sometimes negative. They're like, oh, why are you studying aerospace engineering? Oh, there's not much in there, is there? Engineering is not very um, lucrative at the moment. And in all fairness, in the UK, I don't think engineers are very much appreciated compared to other parts of the world. Um, so when I heard that statement from this stranger, um, it just it didn't really bother me. I didn't let it deter me, to be honest. But I couldn't let it deter me, in all fairness, because I was already in deep. I mean, I'm already doing my master's here, so it's not like I can sort of uh, change things at this point in time. So anyway, I remember um, going for interviews. I went for the um, Airbus graduate placement interview. Um, I wasn't successful, but... Um, it was quite competitive because I think they only took two students anyway and um, there was another opportunity that came about um, but I wasn't able to be a part of that um, but there were at least 10 or 12 students in my uh, master's year, my, our, our group anyway, that uh, got um, jobs with Airbus um, so that was very encouraging and I just remembered I just kept applying you know like how you'd upload your CV different websites and then one day I just got this random phone call from this agency I do not remember which website it was that I applied for but I just remembered that they called me and they said I'm really sorry if it's a short notice um, but um, we're wondering if you're going to be available for an interview I was like okay yeah you know like newbie green and everything I'm like yeah yeah sure Oh, that's fine and, and 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 that sort of thing so um i i we arranged a date for the interview and it was going to be up north so there i was um got my ticket got everything ready 
and was on my way to the train station when I got a call again from the agency and they were like oh really really sorry um the company's called and basically what it is is they're going to be having an assessment day uh, the following day after your interview so they're wondering if you'll be able to stay the night no you haven't got anything don't worry we'll sort you out with toiletries and everything else is, is that going to be workable and there's me thinking you don't need to apologize it's not like I've got a job so um this change of plans fine by me I don't mind so um, I went and in, in those days when you went for interviews uh, they, they were very big on all these um, psychometric tests and all these sort of things so that was one of the tests that I had to do and um, anyway the interview went went well and um, I was on my way on the train when I got the phone call from the agency saying oh congratulations you got the job and that was my first job and I think I was on 23k so that was quite a, a while ago that was uh, at least over 10 years ago so at that time 23k was a lot for a graduate anyway and particularly in engineering I think I was one of the highest well not highest but the higher paid um, engineering jobs compared to some of my other colleagues because they were on like 21 and that sort of thing um, but yes I was pleased and so that was how um, my journey in engineering started and one of the things that I know that really helped me was the fact that I was always asking questions particularly of people that I'd seen that had done really really well I was asking questions to find out okay how did you make that decision what informed you and their answers helped me streamline my own thoughts so that I could then it could be clearer when I was making um, decisions in terms of like my career and so hopefully the next podcast I will discuss more on how I came about doing my PhD thank you very much for listening and uh, looking forward to spending time again with you next week